0: drizzled. I don't know what I was doing. I just popped my last pill. Been shot twice. But boy, I was out to get that bad guy. Why? Because my name is Max Payne. And I'm out for vengeance. Well, I almost went into Batman territory for a second. (laughs) I'm vengeance. (laughs) Whoops, a doodle. Don't want to go down... Step on any Batman toes. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, nope. Today, we're going to talk about Max Payne. Based off a video game of the same title. But we're going to talk about the Mark Wahlberg Max Payne movie. And, you know, because we can. This movie is nothing like I wish it should have been. Yeah, completely different than mm-hmm. what it should have been. When I think Max Payne, I think of the swelling violins and the the narration throughout the video game, and that that noir, dark, gritty mm-hmm. feel. But you know, we got this release date, October seventeenth, two thousand and eight. Just real quick, Mark Wahlberg delivers an explosive performance. Okay, let's stop right there. God. Mind you, I don't read these until we sit down to record. I pop the DVD in, watch the movie, and then I bring it and I read this. But Explosive Performance, I feel like he's got his feet in cement during this whole thing. Yeah, I was
1: going to say it's far from Explosive.
0: Anyways, uh, and this action-packed thriller based on the legendary hard-hitting video game, Max Payne is a maverick cop with little regard for rules and nothing left to lose. Hell-bent on revenge. He's determined to track down those responsible for the brutal murder of of his family. But his obsessive investigation takes him on a nightmarish journey where dark fantasy collides with stark reality. Put a pin on that one. I got some questions. As the mystery deepens, Max is forced to battle enemies beyond the natural world. What? And face an unthinkable betrayal that will drive him to the edge of his own sanity. I'm going to ask again. What?
1: Yeah, I don't feel like any of that actually even happened in this movie. I feel Th- like... like that's like, that all false information.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's been like the back of both of these DVD cases, I think. Uh, uh, this edition includes both the theatrical version and the hard-hitting, unrated, extended cut oh, of the film. Oh, when you have to use hard-hitting twice <laughs> yes. to describe your movie. Let's stop so just just for reference pg-13 violence including intense shooting sequences drug content content some sexuality and brief strong language the unrated edition is you know, for special features are not rated and contain additional sequences of violence including intense shooting sequences drug content some sexuality and brief strong language i did find a website that does a side-by-side review of, or a comparison of rated versus unrated. Basically, it's a lot more blood.
1: Oh, okay. Digital
0: blood. Mm. I mean, and it shows you side by side, and like, cool. So my unrated version, again, like most unrated versions, gave me nothing extra to this story to justify. Just go R. I, I, I'm going to beat this well, same drum again.
1: Yeah.
0: Why aren't you
1: R? Yeah, because, I mean... The, the video games were kind of brutal, and those were rated
0: M, right? I believe so. Yeah. I might be wrong. I've I'm got... pretty
1: sure they were, because if I remember correctly, they were pretty violent, had some language. I'm pretty sure those games were rated M. But yep, yep, yep. Besides the point, not really explosive, not hard hitting.
0: That's true. So, this is a John <laughs> Moore film directed. Um,. Mm-hmm. So just real quick, this guy's got a really short director, nine credits. Uh, The first two are shorts, short films. And then he goes into 2001, Behind Enemy Lines, 04, fly of the Phoenix, 06, The Omen. I'm assuming that's a remake. 08 is Max Payne. Holy donkey balls. 2013, A Good Day to Die Hard. (laughs) That's the director yeah of Max Payne. That makes sense. Oh, righty then. All adds up now. Yeah. This was on a budget of 35 million. It's box office was 85.8 million and this is adapted from the Max Payne video game franchise. Uh our stars for this movie are Max Payne is our or, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mark Mark Wahlberg Wahlberg. is our Max Payne. (laughs) Caused me that during this movie. Mila Kunis, Bo Bridges, Chris Luda Bridges. Yeah, Luda. Luda Luda. Our screenplay is by Bo Thorne. And I am not trying to talk poo-poo on anybody. You want to guess how many writer credits this gentleman has? Mm, Ten. Just this movie. Oh, yeah, just this. Movie. That's a big oof. That's a yeah. That is a very big. That's a, oof. that's a Texas-sized oof right there. Yeah, that is something special there. I don't understand how. It, I guess because you make it cheap because Mark Wahlberg is gonna be your biggest expense, so you got to get yep. directors in here. Uh, the other writer is the one that also wrote the video game, and that's Sam Lake. Uh, so he's there just kind of to. Hang know. out, apparently? I guess, I mean... Did he, he even
1: do anything? They probably were just like, yeah, you can just hang out, you'll get paid, but we're, we're taking the wheel here.
0: Pretty much. I mean, he <laughs> did Max Payne, uh, Alan Wake. I mean, it's all video game credits. Right. And so, I mean, I don't know what exactly he's doing for this movie, but, you know. Um, producer game. You ready? Yes. Well, let me see here. There's some of them that are... Twice, I believe. All right, you tell me what you think. Eight. No, seven. It's really close this time. <laughs> you're getting better. <laughs> you're getting better at this game. I, Yeah, okay, let's get into this. Max Payne. I love the video games. Yes. Uh, I was disappointed in this movie. I was very hesitant to see it in the theaters. I believe I had some buddies essentially dragged me to it yeah uh, and the thing that turned me off to this movie was flying demons
1: yeah and
0: i was like well i can kind of get an idea of what's going on here maybe i, I maybe i don't want to see this so we talk about this, this is based off a video game the first max Payne was released uh in 2001 do you want the plot synopsis for this I mean, maybe this maybe this paints maybe this will help us understand what they're going for for this movie.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say might as well because like I I know I well, you know, I did some research before we got on on this, so I mean I'm, yeah aware, and, but and, but yeah. And to be audience, quite honest,
0: I think I I played this game soon after the, the release date, uh, when Max Payne Three came out in 2012. I also think it came with a bundle pack of like, a downloadable of the original Max Payne. So I may have tinkered with it then too. Right. So, I, I mean, honestly, the last time I've probably touched a Max Payne video game was probably 2013, 14. So I'm really fuzzy on some of this stuff, mm-hmm. but Max Payne, a renegade DEA agent and former NYPD officer, Max Payne attempts to hunt down the ones responsible for merging his wife and child, as well as framing him for the murder of his partner, Alex Balder, So far, we're kind of ringing true. Yeah, close. To the movie. Yep. Ish. As the story unfolds, he gains a number of allies, including a ruffia of, my gosh, I can't speak today. Russian mafia gangster called Vladimir Lim and Mona Sachs, a female vigilante who is out to avenge the death of her twin sister Lisa and manages to bring down the ringleaders of a major drug operation from our. Narcotic called V or a Valkyrie after the mythological figures in North in Norse mythology. I need to learn how to speak. <laughs> so, if if this, I, I'm. Ooh, it's fairly true to the movie. Yeah, I think they played a little too much heavy-handed with the uh, mythological figures, though.
1: Yeah, definitely because. It's, it's just the name. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's not like it. Yeah. It's just a really crazy, powerful drug. And
0: yeah, that's. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the other two games? Or I feel like the, the movie was solely going to be based off the first video game. Right. Because Max Payne 2, The Fall of Max Payne, we came out in 03 and then just Max Payne 3 was 12 2012
1: oh, such a huge time that gap. is a
0: very huge time gap um i don't know for fun should we do let's do the second one yeah uh max Payne has been taken by the police and is about to face charges for his killing spree however he is cleared of all charges thanks to his, his relationship with a very influential member of society senator alfred wooden a few years have passed and max has returned to work for the nypd as a homicide detective during a routine murder investigation he finds himself face to face with the fugitive mona Sachs, a woman he thought was dead max and mona team up to solve the answers to max's past that left his wife and child dead so i guess mm-hmm. we're tying up loose a number two yeah again i i'm not saying like a video game story in this instance is better than a movie, or is written better, or has a better plot idea. Right. I mean, the whole point of a video game is shoot 'em up, bang, bang, some substance. Um, right. But again, like I, when I think of Max Payne, I think of the violins and the voiceover narration. Like there was the cutscenes. Yep. Of of him explaining the story, and then there was like voiceover during the video game because mm-hmm. you're kind of also investigating stuff.
1: Yep. And he's like, yeah. It's like and, a narration.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I kept waiting for this to happen in this movie of Mark Wahlberg doing, like, an internal monologue of yeah. certain times.
1: Which kind of would have, I feel like, would have made the movie slightly better. I agree. Just because, you know, he, you would just kind of know what's going through his head. Like, what he's going to do next. What's happening. And it, it just felt like this movie is kind of all over the place. Especially if you're a Max Payne fan. You know, played the first... First video game at least, you know, you kind of know what this movie should be diving into, and it just seems slightly butchered.
0: Was this movie miscast?
1: Yeah. I I love Mark Wahlberg. Really? I love um, Kunis. You know, they're they're great, but I don't think they should have been in this film. I think they should have gotten other people. I don't know who. I haven't really thought that far ahead yet, but I feel like they should have had someone as Max Payne, someone a little bit more grizzled, someone a little bit more not so not so handsome. pretty, I
0: guess. Yeah. Oh, we're saying Mark Wahlberg's a good-looking dude, huh? <laughs> well, let's just to gauge like his career and and kind of get where we've watched Four Brothers. By the look on your face, you've never seen it. No. Okay, I saw that in the theaters. That wasn't bad. Uh, the Departed. I uh-huh. uh, Really like that movie. I really like his role in that movie. Agreed. Uh, Shooter. Yeah, I've I've seen that
1: once or twice, maybe that's three not, times. That's not bad. Not a horrible movie.
0: Uh, we own the night. I'm not sure. Uh, the Happening. who oh boy, that was the same year as Max Payne. Mm. Maybe he just walked from set to set, and <laughs> he was just out of his mind from The Happening, and he brought it into Max Payne. Maybe. I guess. I can do your movies. But I'm gonna keep the same face <laughs> the whole time. And just play it like he is. Just play it cool. But also he's got some pretty good comedy chops. Uh The Other Guys Yeah. That isn't was a good Bad Watch. Um Ted. i mean, honestly, can we just be real? I feel like this movie is almost like a Ted prequel, but it's Ted played this video game and now he's dreaming about it. And he <laughs> inserted Wahlberg and Miller into the roles, yep. and like this is all just a dream of Ted the bear, the stuffed Teddy bear dream.
1: I, I mean, he's got that like, makes sense, yeah, a I'm, lot more sense than <laughs> Max Payne.
0: Max Payne, he's got like Daddy's Home, Patriots Day, and I've it honestly. I just watched mile 22 of Mark Wahlberg's, yeah, me that might be something to talk about later. And then he voices Blue Falcon for Scoob. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, so he's done. I oh, guess. yeah,
1: the the movie? Scooby-Doo the movie? Is yeah, the newest one. Okay. Yeah, the animated
0: one. All right. Wait, you talk like you don't have kids who's into Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Get out of here. Well,
1: I, I've i actually been trying to see that movie. I was kind of interested when I first saw the trailers for it, and then it kind of just
0: went to... On the
1: back burner, I guess. Mm-hmm. I I don't know.
0: Oh, we can't ever think... We, we can't forget Transformers. Oh, Yeah. Dude, so in this so hmm. when he came into Transformers he did Age of Extinction and then in between that one and last night, the movie last night was twenty fourteen to twenty seventeen. He did seven movies. Jeez. Apparently he's a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. Alright, I digress. Wahlberg. Yeah, I think this is miscast. Uh the movie theme for this Good versus evil. Pretty much. You think that's just it? I don't.
1: That know. that's kind of it. Perseverance. Because...
0: Justice.
1: I mean, probably good versus evil and justice. I would just yeah, because I mean, he kind of gets justice at the end. Um, I I don't know. It just seems all over the place.
0: So, as you watch this, did you have any issues with plot or storytelling? Did you see some of the twists coming down the line at all? Did you understand what was going on?
1: Yeah, for the most part. I mean, the reason why I'm kind of aware of the twist is because, like, the actual game. You know, because in the game you know you you think you figure it out and then you find out that it's someone else and then it's someone else and then you're like oh it's this big huge drug corporations behind like everything and <laughs> which you you kind of get that in this film ish it's very very slim but if if you're not really paying attention i feel like it's kind of easy to
0: miss i feel like he missed a lot of clues because all of a sudden this all of a sudden just comes together so quick of mm-hmm. like all all the roads are, are coming together, and it's like how did you not see some of this like right a long time ago? Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a problem of like the storytelling is. I think they try to give you breadcrumbs maybe as the audience to kind of see, but you're also making Max Payne like inept to do any of this work. Because dude, he's sitting down in cold case doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And I kinda like this the video game approach to where he's just a renegade DEA agent. Like he used to be NYPD, I guess got promoted to DEA. And maybe he did have well, yeah, something with yeah, So
1: the... So that's what happened is Ah oh, man. Seeing I really wish they would have done the scene of Max Payne finding his wife and child murdered. He, they do. Yeah, I know, but like, not he was he was like told, and then like at the end of the film, is when it does like that flashback.
0: Oh, I think, I think we're
1: I'm getting confused by what you're saying. Okay, so I'm talking about the the video game here. Is I wish they would have like done that scene, like more towards like the video game.
0: Okay. And, Oh, man, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, I derailed you. I the reason I get confused, you're. S- I get confused by this movie in general because they tell this story like three different times. Right. And there's the one part midway through where uh, Bo Bridge's character brings in Luda to explain like Max Payne. Mm-hmm. And as he's telling the story, Max Payne is buying a train ticket to walk through his old house as the story is being told for no reason Right, than for him to go there and stare at the crime scene and yep leave again yeah Uh
1: uh-huh and that's what i was going with what i was saying earlier is he was a nypd police officer until that night happened with his family and then he kind of figured out the pieces that it was like some drug addict and then that's
0: when he like went to the dea so i would go the other way i would say he was dea and had known about this drug before and then it got brought home because isn't the whole twist of this movie is that uh, you got to help me i'm i'm foggy on this so the company his wife worked for was trying to basically make a soul a super who ser- right speaking please super soldier serum that only worked on a few mm-hmm, and she wanted to shut it down But then her friend slash security over the pharmaceutical company and the head of the company decided to let the one subject that didn't go crazy essentially be a drug dealer for it. Yeah. Is that how I'm understanding this movie? Yeah. So did she try to blow the whistle on it and then they sent in the drug dealers? Mm -hmm. Hey, spoiler alert. The bad guy in this movie is the security guard. Of the pharmaceutical company that allegedly Mm murders his wife. And I really hate the reveal of that because...
1: The reveal is so stupid. There's a
0: couple of times where Max Payne's looking at the crime scene and there is a crib in the room with the thing that babies look at that hangs above them. It's got mirrors on it. Mm -hmm. And once Max realizes who it is, it does that stupid freeze frame, zoom in, and the guy's face is reflecting. So, like... It's telling us Max Payne knew this information the whole time. Yep. Which is a lie because Max Payne ran to the window right away. Yep.
1: This movie didn't know what it was doing. It didn't
0: know how to tell its own story. So like, no. no, this guy should have been caught. And he's on the second story. Where did he go? Yep. I... Mm, uh. This movie could... It just... If we're going to go the DEA route, have it be Max Payne knows of this drug... Knows it's dangerous, and then maybe he assumes like some people he busted followed him home and murdered his wife and child. That's a better cover up in yeah, a lot of ways. Definitely. Or they use that as the cover up, like, yeah, dude, you mess with these people, now they're after you and they killed family. Yep. When it was actually a hit on her, and it's really easy to cover up. Like, maybe.
1: Yeah, I feel like that'd be a way better story to tell. I mean, even just using source material yeah. would have been fine as well.
0: <laughs> Another novelty about this game is is that bullet time. Oh. Do you care to try to explain bullet time?
1: Yeah, so bullet time in the game is when you uh, slow down time to pretty much shoot a bunch of people like close to like all at the same time. And I know we're both going with this, is it was a... Uh, overly dramatized in this film <laughs> extremely Dude, over the top it
0: was used twice
1: over the top it's it made the game the fun top. though yeah it was it fun did, to kick did. in a door yeah. jump
0: through and hit bullet time and yeah. then like take out five guys before you ever hit the ground
1: yeah but see but that's what I sometimes like the bullet time just seemed or, i mean i guess that's what we're calling it in the film it just seemed well i mean it just kind of seemed like wasted, Matrix I guess, time. and that's why I feel like it's like over the top as well. It's because it just seemed like it was kind of wasted and
0: over the top. Like and the pills—he's always popping pills for the pain. Yep, you're always busting in and searching for pills mm-hmm. to heal up. I guess I'm, when you make a movie based off a video game like Max Payne, how much of the video game do you got to take out of this to make it? Well, and see, and that's good. the thing—is like
1: you could still have that, that effect in there, you know, but like make it, you know, like one of the famous things I remember is like, you like running in and you like jumping straight out using bullet time and shooting like five to eight people, you know? Yeah. Like where's a scene like that? If that's what would happen, you know, like he comes busting through this door and like jumps over a desk and it's all slow mo and he's got two pistols and he's just, you know, wrecks eight guys at once, you know, as in the air, like great. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the whole bullet time usage in this film, I just felt like
0: it was wasted. It was yeah. just
1: not needed.
0: And sometimes we talk about like the internal logic of a movie. This one does not hold up. Well, there's really nothing rules-wise that's established except that we're supposed to be in the real world, mm-hmm. I guess. But even then, I think they really pay, uh, play fast and loose with how they're going to portray uh certain things, portray certain things. Mm-hmm. And I I just don't agree with how they how they did it. And a couple things just to go over real quick like that internal arc, the acceptance, revelation and contentment and then their externals, their action, reaction and consequences for this movie. And as we go through this, like I think we should probably I mean try to get on this like so, real quick the the inciting action is the death of his family, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it was years ago in the timeline of this, right? Um, and all that. So, like last time, I just I just got random notes. You want to go through these, and we'll just yeah. hit them up and and kind of it just it just follows the movie. Okay, I really hate that this movie starts out and then it goes to one week earlier yeah that's a really trash way to start a movie i really wish this movie would have started out with this whole going back to the death scene and yes. just start or give me that deep. yeah and that's that's so what many i was different saying ways to do this
1: yeah that's what i was saying is like having him coming home finding out that you know his wife and child have been murdered you know have that little inner monologue of him you know like what's going on like i'm you know and there's just so much more of a of an essence that could have been captured and i hate saying this but considering this film for it not being that well at least that they they tried to stay true to the game i mean i know it's it's very loose saying that but i mean there are other video game movies out there that are just video game doesn't even exist and they use their own logic and story.
0: I'll I'll give this movie this. It's really hard to pin down when the when this movie takes place, like time wise. Like this movie could almost be a nineties. Oh yeah. Other no, cell phones used. I don't remember. There's not I I, to know. me. There wasn't a dead giveaway of like, okay, this is the timepiece we're in. Right. Because part of me is like, this movie should almost been a nineties set piece. Yeah. Vero could have but, been. You know, whatever. Uh, wife and Kid Murdered. Talked about that. That's pretty brutal to begin with. Uh, It kind of gives us the impression that he is a very desperate man. And, again, we're not too far into this movie. And I'm already asking, where's the internal voiceovers of this guy? Mm-hmm. I just don't. I mean, that scene where he's down in cold case and, like, those guys walk in. Like, I could really use, like, a... It's the second time this week this prick's walked into my office. Yeah. He just needs to leave me alone. Yeah. I'm so close to Because it, it would just
1: add like little tidbits to it. You yeah, know? let us know what he's thinking. Like he's yeah. an in-
0: investigative process through the whole thing. Of mm-hmm. like, just there, there's a couple times during this where I sat there going, right there's a good spot. Yep. Like when he's getting to, like when he's talking to BB, like, I think this guy's feeding me a line of bullshit. Yep. I gotta play along. Yep. But you get nothing. Like he just stands there, like almost blank faced. Of like, oh, yeah. uh, yep.
1: I'm blank, uh, blank uh, mark here.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, uh, demons. I, I, I understand what they're trying to do with this. Yeah. Do not care for it. Me neither. It brings in too much of a supernatural element. Yes. That is super confusing, and that's like I said, I did not want to see this movie based on the trailer because of that. Yeah. Does not need to happen. The informant at this party that he goes to, is that not the lawyer from Always Sunny in Philadelphia oh, who wears the fake hands? I think you're right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that another Sunny connection? <laughs> Again, just just going through, I got welcome to the movie, Mila Kunis. And then is this party in this dude's apartment? Because, wow, that is big yeah I, like it seemed like an apartment and then all of a sudden like we're in an abandoned building and he's like yeah weirdly like peeping through doors that people do and stuff and i'm like what are we doing here guys okay i don't think they knew what they were doing supernatural element don't want it from rain to snow uh given oh, where we yeah. live i know that's a possibility
1: yeah that was kind of weird and annoying
0: i've <laughs> this movie like in some ways wants to be seven like, it's always constantly raining, but then, like, yeah. no, but we really want the snow. Yep. And not for nothing, this movie doesn't look terrible. No. But anyways, I have question mark. Was Max set up? Mm. I don't know why I put that. Uh, no. Dion on was Max set up. Maybe I thought, like... They were trying to set him up. They kill his wife and kid. Maybe not.
1: Um, well, because I think he was set up in the game. But I don't think he was really actually set up here, though, in the movie.
0: Yeah, that vaguely sounds familiar about something of him being... Yeah. Possibly on the drug or something. Um, oh, yeah. They, well, they frame him for his his murder, the, his uh, partner's murder, which oh, they yeah, kind yeah. of attempt to do here. Because, again, Max is just... He, He's a law officer who is just breaking the law left and right. Yeah. Oh, I remember now. Was he set up the that lady he was with that got butchered in the alley? Who stole his wallet?
1: Yeah, I was
0: literally wondering the same thing like that whole movie. Because she gets butchered. His wallet's there, so his old partner brings him like, dude. There's this dead body with your wallet here, like you gotta explain yourself.
1: Right. And Yeah, there's there's nothing that Lu- shows
0: or says like what happened with And that. why did Lupino kill her? God. I don't know. And why was Max tried okay. I'm asking questions that no one has the answer to. No. <laughs> uh the cutscenes uh. that are read, like after a death, dumb. Yeah. Did not it, like cuts away to a sweeping shot of the city and it's red. And I don't know if that's supposed to be how much of the game, maybe. I just I don't know. Oh, I do have right here voiceover at the wake. So at this point, dude, his his buddy gets murdered in his apartment. Wait, was it his apartment? Was it Max's apartment? Shit. Anyways dude that week that wake is so quick after that death. And I have here voiceover at the wake. Cause she's over the, like, how dare you treat my husband like that? Like he did all that he could to, you know, help you and solve the murder. And I'm like, yeah, he could write there and be like, she was right. What had I done? Nothing. I could have done more, Yeah, just something. I want mm-hmm. something of him acknowledging the situation that's going on. Yep. That is kind of the core of the game. And then I just have an exclamation point. Luda. Luda shows up for no reason, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah,
1: Like, I... Yeah, there's, like, no point for him to be in the film. No idea.
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> just wasted character.
0: I think I'm going to get a bunch Luda. of this mixed up. But, uh... They go... <sighs> okay. So... Mila Cunha's character, Mona, thinks Max killed her sister because the cop gives them the tip, like, his ID was found there. Yes. So instead of murdering him, she ends up talking to him, and he's like, I didn't do it. I needed a little something to tell me, like, she really wasn't 100% sure, like, he killed her. Like, there's a little bit more background work done on their end of, like, yeah, this guy's messed up but why would he kill my my sister here right like they had just met mm-hmm oh and good restraint on a uh, Max Payne he had a woman in his in his apartment and kicked her out I and mean, get good right on out hmm. then she promptly got murdered weird uh, so anyway so th- then this whole investigation hinges on him and Mona f- understanding the reason of the tattoo That was on her sister? Apparently, they're not close because she never asked, Hey, sis, what's up with the tattoo? Yeah. Okay, let's just talk about the (sighs) tattoos. Are people that are doing this drug getting tattoos on purpose? Sure. Is it a designer drug that, like... Sure. You get wings for... (laughs) I've never heard of a drug that, like, yeah, I do this drug so much, I've got a symbolic tattoo of it. But this one does. Yeah, it makes absolutely is it no is sense. it strictly because you take it, you see demons? Because this mm, tattoo yeah, guy theoretically, has got
1: a, huh? And so yeah, theoretically,
0: because this tattoo guy has got dude expo- oh. what Am I trying to say exposition for days? Yeah. Hell, he's a free... He's a library. He, he was, starts whipping out... Yeah, books I was going to m- say, he's probably like the most
1: interesting character in the whole film.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a Valkyrie. Oh.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in this I, film.
0: I have too much God versus evil. I said God, not good. <laughs> the the symbolism in here is just... I. It's... It it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say, oh, the thinking face of Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> uh, this is the point where I say the movie looks good. I can see what's going on even when it's dark out. Like it is a well lit movie. I know exactly what's going on. Yep. Which has been complaints in the past. Um, again, we're I, we're already back to a flashback, and at this point, I was like, are they going to show me a dead baby? No, okay. Whew. I thought like the mirror spinning, like you'd get a glimpse of something, and you never do. So I guess good job on not showing me that. Um, we talked about this. Why did he go back home in the middle of this exposition to Luda? He's just like home for no reason.
1: Cause reasons.
0: Yeah, movie's got a movie. Yep. <laughs> okay, so at this point in the movie dude chris o'donnell hmm chris o'donnell is this movie robin
1: yeah yeah Hmm.
0: weird yeah so max payne somehow gets a tip and he goes to talk to this guy wait where'd he get this tip from god i don't even remember this movie very well
1: yeah because it sucks <laughs> I feel like we need to like watch these films like three times to like actually, you know, fully comprehend and understand everything.
0: I and sometimes you won't get anything else from it. So true. Okay, so he's talking to this guy who knows of Lupino and tries to get it to the head of the company. They're worried about him, but not so. Max Payne shows up to talk to. Chris, I don't remember his name from the movie. And starts beating the ever living crap out of him to get answers and finally guy like gives him information like I'll give you the rest, but you gotta get me out of here. So question for you. The SWAT team that shows up. Mm-hmm. Not a real SWAT team, correct? Correct. That is in house Security. Security. Mm-hmm. Because they show up and blast this guy. Yeah. And then we get this shootout of Max Payne being able to not get... Okay, no. He gets shot once. Once. On the far side of his body. And guess what? The movie forgets he gets shot, too. Yep. So there's a shootout. He gets the information, and he leaves. And he goes to talk to BB, who's actually the bad guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And they figure out where, like, Lupino and the drugs are. So, again, the question is... Is the pharmaceutical company supplying the drugs for Lupino to be a distributor? I am fuzzy on those details. Theoretically, it should be. So, why didn't BB let Lupino kill him, Max Payne, when they are in the warehouse?
1: Because movie has to movie.
0: So you kill Lupino, your distribution, why? Is it because he's just going out murdering people now? I guess. Dude, this guy's like always hot because he's standing on rooftops... With it, with it snowing out, and he's just steaming. He's literally
1: hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this, that guy. With a giant yeah. machete. Yep. Just so, like, standing around, staring at everyone.
0: Yeah, because there's part of this movie where you think he is a supernatural being. <laughs> because he butchers that lady in the alley after... Seriously, dude, she gets chased by demons. Mm-hmm. Lights explode, and then she gets murdered... And this movie just it, it I don't know why you try to put so much supernatural into this. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I either. mean, this is
0: a mystery movie essentially. It's yeah. a it's a Who
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a noir. Why are we getting so much supernatural into this?
1: Because Valkyrie. Because <laughs> of V.
0: mm <laughs> Okay, so I guess I missed that part. So after the SWAT team Okay Mark Wahlberg, okay, Max Payne, shoots through a door to get away from SWAT. We don't really get bullet time. It's just slow time. Mm-hmm. So we can watch stuff blow up. So he shoots the door and jumps through the door. And Luda's on the other side, right? Mm-hmm. I miss this part of the movie. Luda lets him go. Yeah. So does Luda know that this in house SWAT team is not actually SWAT? Because I remember him walking up the stairs after shots fire, being like, hey, what's what SWAT team's here? And like, no one. He's like, oh, okay, well, so I better get down here. So how does pharmaceutical company get away with having an in house SWAT team, I, and no consequence? i
1: literally wondered the same thing because yeah, like when I first saw that, and I was like, so these guys are in house then, like they gotta be. And
0: because he shoots that guy like so quick, and I was like, whoa, yeah, guy doesn't even have a gun. You shot the hostage. Yeah, Isn't that like rule number one, no, no, do there, not shoot hostage. There's, I, I guess
1: the easiest way to put it is there's just, there's just a lot of loose ends in this film. There's a lot of stuff that either doesn't make sense or they like tried to explain or implement but didn't do a, a good enough job of doing it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we're so confused.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, so we skipped the, the one bullet part up here. Oh, we got to go back because this is a movie flub and a half. Okay. So, after Max gets out of the building with the information, there is a video in there of Lupino given like his testimonial of the movie. They use the same same shot twice of Milo Kunis like putting her arm on her leg and like pull pushing her hand through her hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rounded like that's the exact same shot. I was like that. I'm like, did I miss something? Because I'm writing notes, doing this. I'm like, wait, I just saw that déjà vu. Was like, nope. They just put that shot in, in the span of a minute. <laughs> the same shot. Uh... Because this movie does not want to know what it wants to do with storytelling. No. Um, and I have in here. Hey, remember when Max got shot? Neither does the movie. Because <laughs> he's just sitting in this chick's, I don't know, warehouse watching this movie. And looks the exact same as before. Yep. He's not trying to like wrap up his arm. He's not taking pills. Like He is just stone-faced sitting on a couch watching this movie. Yep. No, no ounce of pain, no nothing. And it was during the time of his wer- warehouse. Okay, so this is when he goes and gets Lupino. Lupino kills him before that. This is the waste of the bullet time a backward shotgun shooting against a assault rifle. So what I'm saying like what? It made no sense.
1: Well, on top of that the the guy that was up top shoot yeah, he even had a scope and shots were hitting like
0: way off to the side of yeah. It's funny you say that because the way the shot is set up, yeah. the way Max Payne is jumping backwards, and the stuff is exploding slow close close. Like, this guy's aiming like a hundred yards to the right. Yeah. While Max Payne is coming head on at yeah.
1: him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just dumb. That's what I was saying. Like, it's just a waste of bullet time. It's just dumb.
0: Alright. <laughs> Biggest no no of any movie. BB the bad guy. Huh. <laughs> kills Lupino, who's about ready to kill Max Payne, for reasons. Who then promptly has his number. Two guy knock Max Payne out for the number two guy to go, Hey, should we waste him now? For BB to say, That's you, what does he say? What does he say? No. No. And then what do they do? <laughs> hmm. Walk him on the dock. Yep. To do what? Bad guy exposition. Yep. And they're going to drown him at the bottom of the river. And this is now where the movie picks up and is in real time. Oh, dude, they
1: could have just let, picked up where the movie first started and we would have been fine.
0: So Max Payne is able to elude elude them, get away mm-hmm. from them. And, he, and then he jumps into the water voluntarily. Yep. And he is able to survive because he swiped a vial of Valkyrie. Yep.
1: Because the power of drugs...
0: Uh, if you ever find yourself in an icy river and come up the first thing you should do is take some drugs yep take some drugs you'll be fine you get all warm
1: you'll be able to let out a nice little growl you know yeah
0: be a good time yeah so he survives at ice water climbs out and then goes to (sighs) He goes back to the pharmaceutical place. Or did no, he goes to Melanie Kunez and she's like, I can't help you from here on out. Or I don't remember, dude. I get so confused. About yeah, and movie. her character Figures I felt like it was out. just a
1: big waste, too. Like, I know she's in the game, I know she's like a part of it, but it just yeah. seemed like she was just there to be there.
0: This movie has two scenes that reminded me too much of Logan. I'm sorry, not Logan. The Wolverine. Can you okay. guess what it is? Mm. No. No, Max. You can't die now. No, Logan. You can't die now. True. Twice during this movie, he is on the brink of death. For his dead wife. like, no. No, no. Well, I mean, honestly, we could we could say Deadpool 2 also did that. Yeah, in a way, but also Deadpool is a guy who keeps regenerating and really doesn't die, mm-hmm. and same with Wolverine. But Max Payne, <laughs> yeah, is he's... on the brink of death a couple times, and he closes his eyes, and then we're right back in the murder house to have dead wife and baby look at him and be like, "Not now, Max. You've got too much to do." Yeah,
1: Talk is about that motivation.
0: just his? Is that an attempt of his internal voice? Like telling him not to give up. Yeah. Because that is sad. I he should have crawled out of that water and be like and just that should have been another great time for the internal monologue of like I I'm on the brink. Yep. Should I take this drug or not? Like there could have been some really good like back and forth, like mild dark comedy yeah. from this, but it, they just it's just wasted all over. Yep. Uh let's see here do 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 ice water you can't die yet oh how did he know the drug would help him because isn't the whole problem with the drug is either it drives you insane soon after again this movie really doesn't clarify a bunch of stuff dude,
1: it's because it's max Payne. dude
0: he'll be fine that's true That game's all about drugs okay so he takes this drug and then what happens explain this he takes the drug on the dock and then what yeah he lets out that big yell Oh yeah, the, the slow mo yell. <laughs> yeah, and the fire the and brimstone hunt. come yeah. from the sky. Everything's on and fire. Demons are everywhere. And dude, the voice actor for Max Payne is in this movie. Oh really? Yeah. So, and one of this, like, he I think he talks to BB. He's just an agent. He's Agent uh Taliente. Mm. Taliant Day not Galleon Day interesting so again to hey this movie doesn't know Max Payne gets shot Uh, up until this point Max Payne is blasting guys with shotguns who then proceed to fly oh what 30 yards in a direction Uh, Max Payne gets shot from conservatively 20 yards away and freaking dusts his jacket off essentially yep to blow this guy away
1: nothing happened here (laughs)
0: <laughs> one hell of a drug <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the, the shotgun blast that he takes doesn't throw him anywhere he just like stumbles down mm-hmm. and then proceeds another blast of guy who then falls back 30 feet cool cool guy the hallucinations ridiculous I I know they're hallucinations but is this for him something to do with the battle going on in his mind of trying to keep it together because there's yeah. a scene in there where like the ceiling gets ripped off, he's surrounded by demons, and then it like stops. So is he constantly fighting whatever this drug's ty- trying to do to him, or is he fighting like his own internal demons now of like revenge or whatnot? Because he's he's all about the revenge. Well, I feel like it should be like slightly a little bit about both, but
1: I feel like this film just portrays that it's just the demons from the drug, like it's all just.
0: So there's no real allegory here. It's just strictly I, like he is just it feels essentially that high. Way.
1: Yeah, it kind of feels that way. But, I mean, I guess we could be wrong on it. But that's just what I'm taking from it. I don't feel like the movie was that smart to say, oh, yeah, well, there's internal conflict along with the drug. And this is the picture of it. I, I, don't, I don't think that's the case at all. I think it was just they're trying to go for a cool shot.
0: And that was it yeah you say that and I feel like there's two different scripts that were fighting to be made and it's like yeah you can't just (laughs) I feel like two scripts like fell on the floor and then the perspective people like tried to get all their papers back together and then some of the supernatural got into Max Payne and some of Max Payne went into a supernatural movie (laughs) now we just got to find that supernatural movie that's got Max Payne elements in it and then Uh... we maybe have figure out how to complete either yep. one of these movies because I like what he's flipping through In page five, it says, and Max Payne sees demons and no one said, wait, what? And demons come. All right. Yeah.
1: That should have been a big red flag.
0: All right. So Max Payne is in the pharmaceutical company out just blasting people. People are blasting at him. He's trying to get to BB. BB's trying to run to the roof. And I put, they are dieharding this helipad.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They, well, well, Come yeah, to you find mean, out it's not really mean, the helipad. You mean
1: but... an Avengers building?
0: Yeah, that's true to <laughs> say. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, for some reason, uh, Mona shows up to help blast some guys. His number two, BB's number two, was putting C4 on one of the ground, on one of the floors yep. to stop Max. And we don't get a good idea of like he was above the explosion on the same level of but it doesn't stop him at at all so there's a cool explosion (laughs) i say that hesitantly um he gets shot again by bb once before his is gets his one shot and gets him in the shoulders Mm -hmm. let's do a bullet count i know he got shot in the left shoulder because i thought it was weird that while he was running from the swat team The body part furthest away from the bullets got hit. Mm -hmm. He takes a shotgun blast of I don't know how many pellets to his right side (laughs) and then essentially gets shot in the same spot on his left side. So we're looking at two bullets plus however many shotgun rounds are in him. So he is able to get to the roof and just shoots BB slow-mo and then walks towards the edge and you kind of think he's going to die and then falls to his knees closes his eyes and that's where we get the well I put in my notes oh my god she won't let him die (laughs) he is now surrounded by SWAT Uh, and how does this movie end? I'm letting you tell this fade to black it just stops on this rooftop Um, it's horrible but did you know that the movie doesn't end? What do you mean? Did you did you know there's a stinger scene? A what? There's a stinger scene.
1: Did you did you know that? Uh huh. I didn't know that either until I watched it. Like after the credits? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yikes! Hey. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, explain, cause <clears throat> I I miss that as well. <clears> oh.
0: <throat> well. <clears throat> All right. Is this let's is, get, let's is get, this let's is this supposed
1: this. to be a lead up to a second one? Oh.
0: <sighs> Well, you know, I guess all right. Y- you know what? Your box office is eighty five point eight off a thirty five million dollar budget. I I don't know. I mean, that's more than double. I, I know so. there are short movies on YouTube of Max Payne that are probably better than this, and we've argued before. Like, <laughs> yeah, some fan movies are better than big blockbuster like, ones, way way because better, because they can get away with more. Apparently, I don't know. Without getting this pantsuit off of them. <laughs> Anyways. All right. It's finally summertime. I healed up from all my bullet wounds and I find myself in this weird bar. I walk up to the bartender who proceeds to give me a beer and another beer. And I looked around while he was handing me the beers and didn't notice anybody. But for some reason, as he hands me that second beer... He nods with his chin. I should look in a certain direction. I turn around to see Mona sitting. Right now I'm wearing a t-shirt, my leather jacket, and jeans because finally it's summertime in New York. No more of this rain-snow mix. I'm tired of it. Maybe I'll move. I don't know. Anyways, I proceed to sit down, talk to Mona. Mona. She's reading the newspaper. Guess who the article is about? The CEO of the pharmaceutical company that my now dead wife works for. And stocks are skyrocketing. We look at each other, share a gaze, and say some words I didn't write down because I thought it was stupid. (laughs) Essentially saying, let's get the bitch. Without no real context.
1: So yeah, so they were setting, setting up a second one.
0: But how? Hmm. So she was in on it the whole time. Her and BB. To... How is it you have a pharmaceutical company that has... A bomb go off on one of its floors. A security guard dead. Multiple people dead. And... The stock skyrockets?
1: Yeah, just cover it all up, dude.
0: I guess. I mean, the whole drug thing was... For the military anyway. So um, one thing that we forgot to talk about is they go to meet a informant. Oh, that's how he gets back to the building, this informant, I believe. He's standing in this ratty-ass building with half a wall missing. And I'm led to believe this guy is a avid user of V. Mm-hmm. But he is freaking out. Yeah. And this is when, as the viewer, we see it a demon grabs him by the shoulders yeah, and rips him out, out of this building yeah and i think the physics of this jump are strictly impossible because if i'm watching this it looks to me like a ghost just ripped this guy out of the yeah.
1: building yeah yeah because he's like straight up like pulled out instead of just like falling backwards and out and down
0: yeah like you tell him, like he doesn't bend his knees like he is just out of this building like yeah. 15 feet mm-hmm. and falls to his death doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It really doesn't. So, real quick, I think I think what we got to talk about is who is this movie for? We've got a, a, a property that comes out in 2001 of the video game in 2003. How do you have a video game in 08? Followed by Max Payne 3 in 12. I mean, you've got such a huge gap in times. Right. On some of these, except for the video the first two video games, how is it you're getting an eight or a, an, an 08 release for a movie with essentially a no name director and one writer? And like I said, I think Mark Wahlberg at this time has got enough acting credits where he's not coming very cheap. Milla you're probably getting her a lot cheaper. The rest of the cast, I mean, we're right. kind of here nor there. But Max Payne is taking up your, your screen time mm-hmm. or Mark Wahlberg. Damn it. This should have been shopped out and really thought about what they're doing. Because this is going to be the argument with any video game adaptation of, what are you doing? Yep. What story are you trying to tell? What are you talking about? How how did you screw this up so bad? I can boil down like three key elements of what makes Max Payne a good game that kind of stands out from the rest. And you incorporate... Very little or none of it mm-hmm. into a multi million dollar blockbuster yep. is what you're trying to do with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's pretty sad, but reboot, reboot, yeah. reboot. I did look for a little bit of like if there's gonna be like reboots, and the one actor that stuck out to me was Jake Gyllenhaal of playing Max Payne. I was like, I can see that. There's yeah. a couple other actors yeah, that I'm but... sure would do just a- as well. Actually,
1: but... uh, for some reason, when I think of someone to play Max Payne, I always think of the uh, Allstate Mayhem guy. With that deep voice? Mm-hmm. And just the way he looks, I feel like he would be like a perfect adaptation of Max Payne. I think he's physically
0: too big. Like he's not—he's not, he's not that big. He seems like he'd be a very like. He's, okay, here, here's my thing. I'm not saying Mark Wahlberg is a small dude. Like average, right. like he's like an average size guy until he gets like beefcake for mm-hmm. like pain and gain. Like he's—he's he's an in shape dude. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, do you get somebody more Hugh Jackman tall, link? Like, well, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, or do you stay think, like average size?
1: Right. I mean, I don't think it really necessarily matters a whole lot for that aspect, I think you just you need to get someone that can just actually play the character that kind of has the voice, can do the inner monologue, you know, isn't super pretty by any means. Like, I don't know, I really think that Allstate Mayhem guy would be just a perfect fit cuz last the last time I saw him in anything was in um Law and Order SVU. And <laughs>
0: you watch a lot well uh.
1: i mean this was a while ago now uh, though uh-uh. this was a few years ago but there was uh, quite a few episodes that he was in because i think he was one of the um oh goodness i can't remember her name but the the main female cop mm-hmm. i think he was like a boyfriend to her or like was like an ex-husband mm-hmm. i don't really remember but Anyways, he was in a few episodes quite often and I'm just going from that and I feel like he would translate into a Max Payne very well just given his demeanor, the way he looks, his voice, you know, just kind of everything about him. I think he would fit very well, but I don't think he's like a a main A-list actor by any means, but I think he could probably pull it off if you give him the the tools for success you know get a good writer good director have a good solid concrete um idea for the movie i think it would
0: be be pretty good can i float a weird idea out at you Mm. why don't you james mccaffrey is the voice of max payne why don't you get him to actually be in this movie I mean, he could. I, I mean, he's doing like a bit part in here. Why aren't you... I, I get he's a voice actor, but under the right direction, you could probably get a decent performance out of him. Yeah. But here, here's the idea I want to float out there. What if you were to get a good actor who can do all the emotions, all the action, all that, but you actually dub his voice over with the guy who does Max Payne? Yeah, and that's... I thought that maybe that too weird? as well. No, that's not. I mean, could you imagine as as, like... As long as it's
1: done perfectly, you know, I think it would be fine. But that's the other problem that you run into though is if you do that, you'd have to have someone that you don't know their voice. Because then it might be slightly, you know, if you if they it's did jar- that,
0: if you got like Hugh Jackman to play Max yeah, Payne, but your or, voice doing or, or a even, voiceover, even
1: Mark Wahlberg, you know, like you'd be like, okay, what's going on here? What happened to that
0: Boston accent, buddy?
1: <laughs> you got some acting Boston.
0: Coach? What from Boston? What?
1: But I mean, it, it. There's our idea right there. All State Mayhem guy, voiced over with the original voice actor. Th- could be pretty
0: solid, or it could be totally cheesy. <laughs> it's such a weird, who knows? Idea to be like, I mean, I I guess I think about it as like the the newer Ninja Turtle movies. Mm-hmm. Like all of those turtle actors are using their voice except for Leo, who for some reason has Johnny Knoxville, for for reasons. That's like, well, then get somebody whose voice you like. Right? Why is Johnny Knoxville all of a sudden get to be like the voice of Leonardo? Yeah, but. <laughs> In the context of like doing a voiceover for someone's voice that's live action, yeah, I don't know if that works. As opposed to, it's an animated turtle or animated whatever. Yeah, it's gonna be slightly different. You can give whatever voice that you want to it, and it's fine. I, I just think you're missing like that gritty, gravelly voice of this guy who is desperate. He is down and out. He's lost his family. He's hitting yeah. the bottle. He's nothing left to lose. I mean, he's raggedy. He's taking whatever leads he can get, and we kind of see that in this movie. But again, we're dealing with Mark Wahlberg, clean shaven, yeah, decent shape, and again, nothing against the the guy looks like, but that's not what this that's not yeah, what this movie is not dictating not what that the we story
1: need appeals to. Yeah, it should be nitty gritty. Have some, you know, five o'clock shadow, some scars, you know, kind of alcoholic, seeing pop pills
0: every now and then, and I think it'd be interesting if you were to get somebody who was in their mid, late twenties, early thirties to play this role, where you can see them as getting into this world of law enforcement, who's bright-eyed, kind of, you know, all that, all this stuff happens to him and it just wrecks him. Yep. And then you see the flip side of that of the down and out, the dirt, the grime, mm-hmm. all that stuff of he's just That would be a good take as well. He's just not over it. But like even and the thing is like even with the Max Payne video games, like that third one, he's in Brazil as a bodyguard. Yeah. But like he's got a like he's got that sense of duty like to protect the people that get kidnapped. Right. And to do whatever it takes to save them. Oh, dude, and, Max Payne 3 was pretty baller. <laughs> I might have to go back and play it now. <laughs> yeah, like, there's just... I, I, You know, we talk about, like, who's this movie for? At that point, who is this movie for?
1: I mean, it's obviously, you know, supposed to be pushed for people that played the game. And it's... I mean, I if I recall... One of my friends um, who thinks Venom is very good, so <laughs> I think he also thinks that this movie is probably pretty good as well.
0: Intriguing,
1: and it's just probably for people that don't think too much about films. They're like, "Oh yeah, you know, like it's not bad," or don't don't think too critically over it. I guess, but yeah, I, I mean. Realistically, this film's for someone who knows who Max Payne is, knows what it's about. Yeah, you might get some stragglers in there like, "Oh yeah, like I saw the trailer for this, it looks interesting. I have no idea what Max Payne is, you know." So you could you could probably get a mix there, but solely this film would be for people that have like played Max Payne, know what Max Payne is. And a lot of people were disappointed with this film because it wasn't really Max Payne. <laughs> So, uh, the film, I would actually, actually, I redact all that. I think the, this film is for the people that made the film is a
0: fan project.
1: No, like, like like what I'm saying is this film is for the people that made the film, like the, the producer, the writers, all that. Like they just, they made it their own and like, yeah, this is it. And this is what we got. And they like it, so this is how it's going to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I mean, even the description of the video game—it's it's a neo noir third-person shooter game—and mm-hmm. there's just something about this movie. I, I think I, for me, I think it cut the heart out of what Max Payne was. Yes, and tried to and tried to slam it into theaters and you know what maybe for all we know like they bought the rights to the to the making the movie from the video game company and then sat on it for a while and then, like we've got to do this or we're going you know, to lose it maybe but I just think there is with all these elements it tries to incorporate in it with like the Greek or not the Greek like the Norse mythology and the drugs and the and the family murder and stuff like there are better movies that handle this a lot better Yes. And honestly, like, I kind of want to see, like, a a depressed version of Mark Wahlberg's character from The Departed play this role of Max Payne. Yeah. Because in The Departed, like, he's a wise-ass mm-hmm. and super confident. And I almost want to see the reverse of that. Yep. But have, like, still some of the smart-ass there. Mm-hmm. And maybe in the voiceovers of like he's eyeballing people and like making like these snide comments. And that's
1: that's how, that's exactly how it needs to be though is because it, I guess it just, it just seems like his character in the film, you don't feel like that character actually lost his family. Yeah. You, You know, there's just, there's no like, I guess real sense of emotion that kind of, portrays that like like, yeah dude like this guy is down on his luck he's super depressed he's got nothing else to lose and he's going to pursue this if it if it even costs him his own life like Mm -hmm. you just you don't get that feeling
0: yeah i think part of the problem is the storytelling of essentially the incident that gets him to where he is and is the murder of his of his baby and and wife. And part of me is like, that shouldn't happen at the house. Because if we're going off, this as a detective story. Dude, this guy apparently lives outside of New York enough. He's got to take a train. Right. And it was a druggies killed her. This should be pretty open and shut of where you're going to find these people. But again, the twist is, well, it's a rich white guy who got away. So, maybe he's not taking the train, and he's just driving his car, so, like, no one saw anything. Right. But, like, that should raise a lot of of alarms of, like, well, how come these druggies are all of a sudden way out here? Yep. And why? Like, that, That to me, seems like... You know, and there's a part in there where, like, he's meeting with BB, and, like, he's flipping through files, and, like, the logo of the company is, like, Angel Wings. And I'm like, dude, dumbass, it's right there. Yeah. Dude, like, I again, but why are these druggies getting wings that look like the logo to this drug like i feel like yeah <laughs> this should have been an open and shut case yeah in three months seriously
1: because it's just like slapping
0: you in the face like it's it's laying it out for you and then mark yeah. Wahlberg's character is just blankly staring at everything yeah, just, and just like oh i'm dumb yeah like
1: i don't understand
0: yeah like and i say what you want about mark Wahlberg and his acting i think there's times he's good and sometimes he's bad I feel like this one is bad because he doesn't have good direction of what he's doing. Yeah. And maybe he didn't play the video game and maybe he should have played the goddamn video game yeah. to see what it was all about. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, Hey, what are we doing? When is my voiceover? Oh, we're not doing voiceover. That seems weird. Yeah. But okay. Very just
1: unfortunate.
0: Just a little context too with the video game. Um, It became the ninth best-selling computer video game in 01. And it had a revenue of $13.8 million. So it made good money. Yeah, that's um really good. So, but for some reason, this got opted into this movie with the intention of doing a uh, sequel that will never see the light of day because apparently didn't do well enough at the box office, didn't get good enough reviews. You know, I say what you want. What? Max Payne on PC, baby. Oh, boy. Now I know what you're going to do, huh? Maybe we shouldn't have computers as we record. <laughs> Boy, yeah, you're gonna those graphics are awful. Steve, look at that. Look at that. He's face. got that uh guile from uh, he's got that guile haircut from Street Fighter. Yeah. What do you call that? It's just straight up? The 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 like the flat top? Yeah, the flat deal. top. He's got okay. <laughs> flat top almost like a Hawaiian shirt, a leather duster. Yeah, dude, this guy just looks like he is undercover D E A. That's crazy. And then there's Mark Wahlberg walking around with his pouty face or whatever. His pouty face. Uh, just one review, or maybe a couple. It's just from the critics. Uh, uh, this tired, neutered action thriller won't cause you max pain, but you might wince every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. That seems about right. I just think that this is a total misstep. I mean, it's got terrible ratings all around. As you're making this movie, I think there's a lot of questions that should have been asked that never were. Uh, as far as video game adaptations in the movies, this is probably one of the worst ones. And I'm sure I'd be wrong on that because I'm not thinking of all of possible video game adaptations in the movies right now. But, I mean not very good no so yeah i'm glad i watched max Payne or the fever dream of ted which i think if you were to do this movie and then watch ted you might enjoy yourself a little bit who knows (laughs) because i I don't want to revisit this movie and then to give it a unrated release to a dvd is just such a cop out Huge cop out. Apparently they were still doing that in the 08. And the Hawaiian shirt is back and Max, in the third one. Yep. While he's in, Yeah, like it's just, and he's bald. Like he bald with a beard. Yep. I, maybe you do. Maybe you make a a uh, reboot where he's much older. Or I don't know. I still like the idea of putting in the 90s, making him younger. And that the job is just tore him down. Along with the wife and child murder. I
1: don't know. Oh, I, man. I completely forgot that these games were made by Rockstar.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, for Movie Rewrite, I'm Cole. This has been a fun time about Max Payne. And remember, sometimes you just gotta do an inner monologue about something. Always. There's nothing wrong with that. Always just
1: inner monologue. Yeah,
0: like I sit here and look. Sometimes it gets into uh the territory of Whose line is it anyway? When they do the film noir, yeah. And if you want a good time like those uh. on YouTube, that's some good stuff. That's what Max Payne should have been. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's who you get to play Max Payne: Colin Mockery or uh, Ryan Stiles. It's great. Solved it. Solved the mystery. Equation, solved the equation. Solved the mystery. Complete. <laughs> Ryan Stiles petition max pain reboot please all right folks have a good one peace